Let's get to the United Kingdom. That's where we find Ricky Freelove from Talk Radio UK. Hello, mate. Hello, hello, Luke. How are you? I'm travelling well. I'm confused. Uh, you had a you had a prime minister. He went. Then you had a prime minister who cut the hell out of taxes, and she went. <laughs> now you got a prime minister who's hiking taxes uh, higher than they've ever been before, and he's still there. Yeah. Uh, have I missed anything here, mate? <laughs> well, look, we have a fifty-five billion pound black hole which somehow this government is going to try and, and, and sort out. Um, and the way they've gone about it is £30 billion worth of, of spending cuts and £25 billion of backdated tax rises. Oh. So it's, it's not looking too good to, to start with. Uh, the papers this morning, uh, Jeremy Hunt, the Chancellor, is being slammed from every single direction um, from both the right-wing press and the left-wing press. Nobody's happy with it. Um, the, the, the Daily Mail, um, which is you know, the real Tory heartland newspaper. Headline is Tories soak the strivers uh, this morning. So absolutely mm. everyone has gone in on, on Jeremy Hunt. The Times, years of tax paying ahead. And uh, the Telegraph had something even more damning as well. The rhetoric of Osborne with the policies of Brown. Uh, references to both austerity and also, you know, basically giving everything away. You know, it is not a good state of affairs. I mean, look, there are some immediate winners that, that jump out. Pensioners, they're looking all right. The state pension triple lock is in place. Um, pension payments will increase um, in line with infla uh, inflation to 10.1% for pensioners, which is good. I'm glad they're being looked after. Uh, those paying energy bills, uh, they've been capped now at £3,000, which is good, but I mean, it's still not a good situation to be in in the first place. And the other winners are uh, people, I guess, on, on minimum wage. The, the national living wage has increased to £10.42, which is the largest ever increase in cash terms. So, I mean, look, there are some winners. However, apart from that, everyone else is a loser. Um, you know, the, the list just goes on and on. I think the, the immediate one is uh, income tax, the, the, the rate at which has been frozen until 2025 to 2026, so it's been extended rather to, to 2028. Uh, but basically, as, as payments go up, the threshold remains the same, so you're going to pay more uh, in, in tax in, 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 in real terms. Um, look, so, I mean, that's the obvious one. I mean, everyone is talking about this middle squeeze. Basically, if you are buying in the middle earning an average income, you're being attacked by every single side. There's yeah. some very interesting ones. Electric car drivers. One of the incentives of getting an electric car was that you didn't pay road tax. However, that's going to come to an end in 2025. So, I mean, there's no real joy in getting an electric car now. You think we just had COP27 where everyone's banging on about being more environmentally friendly. There's now no incentive to get one in the first place. <laughs> so people aren't doing very well about that. The, the top rate of tax, those paying uh, 45p uh, and the pound on tax, that's been low. So if you're £150,000, that's where it used to be. That's now down to £125,000. So there's going to be many, many more people paying the top rate of tax. So look, people are not particularly happy uh, you know, this morning waking up. I think it's taken a little while for people to properly process it because I think, you know, ultimately, let's be honest, autumn statements are quite boring. There's only people that are sat watching the news all day, like you and I, Luke, that you know, have to go through mm. with, a, with a fine tooth comb. But mm. it's, you know, how does it actually affect the average Brit? What, how much money do you actually take home at the end of each month? And I think people are going to be shocked that it's going to be significantly less when it comes to real terms as bills yeah. go up and, yeah. the, you know, the cost of living continues to skyrocket. What's, uh, what's this Jeremy Hunt fellow like? Well, look, he's a very, very well uh, tried and tested politician, former foreign secretary. He was uh, in the running 
um, with Boris Johnson in the not not the last Conservative leadership, but the one before that. I mean, we've had so many, you can't quite keep up. But he was in the in the final two. I guess he might be seen as being a more on the on the left of the of the Conservative Party. But you know, he is. Uh, a very, very good operator. He knows exactly what he's doing. He was brought in to save this mess. Bear in mind that obviously Rishi Sunak is also a former chancellor himself, a lot of experience. Um, I know he's a young man, but still a lot of experience working um, in, in the city. So look, they, they, they know the numbers when it comes to these things. And Jeremy Hunt, you know, he's acknowledged that Liz Truss's mini budget, which, you know, sent mortgages, you know, sky high, Cause absolute carnage everywhere. You, know, you saw the pound dropped almost being in parity with the dollar. Fortunately, that's made a recovery now. It's about a dollar to one pound twenty, which is good. You know, there are some recoveries being made. But look, yep. everyone's acknowledging that Quasi Quarting and Liz Truss have, have just trashed the, the economy, yes. and now we're all having to somehow pay for it. You know, in the yep. space of something like six weeks, they managed to do a lot of damage. Hmm. Was he caught in a photograph with a staffer or something? Is that the bloke? No, you're, I think you're thinking of Matt Hancock, the former health secretary who... Ah, uh, uh, he's enough, the one actually, in... in uh, he, he's in Australia, it, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. So he's going to be on uh, our version of I'm a Celebrity. And you know what? <laughs> I mean, this is worth a conversation itself. Yeah, he was absolutely despised. He was the chap that, that made a, a statement or did a press conference every single day for the space of, you know, six months more. Um, updating the public about what's going on. He was instrumental in bringing in all the COVID restrictions, bringing in lockdown. And, you know, he, he was one that got caught um, kissing his advisor and then, you know, went on and, and um, right. forced and is now with this, with this lady. And he is absolutely despised. He is hated, uh, you know, amongst the British public for, you know, breaking the rules that he brought in. He went in there and everyone thought he was absolutely mad that he's got a book that he's selling out for Christmas. And this is clearly, you know, an unashamed attempt to literally plug his book um, to get people buying it. I don't know why anyone would buy a book called something like that. I think it's the, the COVID Diaries or something like that. Oh, like that. No. I don't know why. I mean, that sounds like a real page turn on that one, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But he, he's gone in there and, you know, he is nerdy. He's geeky. He's a bit of a, a loserish chap in, in a very blunt regard. However... He is absolutely, you know, he's adored. He's done it. I don't know how he's managed it, but people really, really like him. So I think there is a bigger thing going on here. Like, it is way more orchestrated, and he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew he was hated. He knew he'd go in there. He knew all of Parliament would turn on him. He's still a sitting MP, bear in mind. He's, he's not, you know, he hasn't resigned from politics. He's still a backbench mm. MP. He's gone in there, and as soon as he announced he was going in, I'm a celebrity, and going to Australia for three and a half weeks, uh, he lost the Tory whip, so he's now having to sit as an independent um, you know, whenever he makes his way back to Parliament. But look, yeah. he, he's done very well in there, and people really, really like him, which has surprised <laughs> everybody. Wow. Hey, what about this story about knife crimes? Uh, they, is it right 30% of knife crimes result in a jail sentencing? That can't be right. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable. So figures came out yesterday about the number of knife crime offences. Now, how that is um, worked out in terms of what it is that regards a knife, because I'm assuming this doesn't mean murder or it doesn't mean a fatal stabbing of any sort. This, I think this is just potentially threatening people with a knife, carrying a knife, being searched and found with a knife. Either way, there was just shy of 50,000 recorded knife crimes uh, incidents last year of which only 30%, it blows my mind, 30% led to a jail sentence. You know, these figures are unbelievable when you think about it. Now, the reason why this is sort of 
news today. There was a video that was released yesterday by the, by the Metropolitan Police. And it is absolutely terrifying of these two men that walked into a woman's home. And you see one of them with a knife to this woman's neck. And she's got a baby in her hands. And oh. he's clearly shouting at her, threatening her with a knife to her neck oh. in a kitchen. And it is, you know, you see it. And it is absolutely shocking to see the video. Now, look, we don't think anything's happened to this lady. There's no injuries reported and nothing was stolen from the house. So, look, it's still very unclear as to what happened there. However, you know, you, you see things like that and you think this chap's not even going to get caught. And even if he does get caught, he's probably not even going to get a jail sentence. So, yeah. look, you know, it's a time that we really, you know, have a, a, a long, hard look at ourselves, uh, you know, at this. We have yeah. something like a, a two-strike policy on this. That if you're caught with a knife or, you know, an incident, um, you know, there's not an immediate jail sentence. But if you do it again, you do. And I think to scrap it, I think you have a one-strike and you're out policy. You get caught with a knife. Why is anyone in this day and age walking around the United Kingdom yes. with a knife on them? That, it uh, can only be one thing. And I'm yeah. bored of hearing this thing. It's for protection. If I don't carry one, you know, I might get knife. What, what is that attitude? You know, I think yeah, just yeah. get out of it. You know, yeah. you carry a knife, Go to jail. Done. Yeah, there's got to be consequences. There's got to be consequences. All right, mate. Stay well. Nice to talk. Uh, I'm having a break, uh, but I'll catch you soon somewhere. Uh, How many breaks do you have, Luke? You're on holiday more than you're in. Hey, it's not holidays. (laughs) I'm asked to do other work, my friend. All right. Yeah, where are you going this time? Uh, But I am going away this time. Did you ask me where I'm going? Yeah, where are you going? As in, which, which show are you doing? Oh, no, I'm going on holidays to Hawaii. Oh, and, then when I, and then when I come back, I'm doing the drive show in Sydney for three weeks. And uh, then I'll be doing the night show for a couple of weeks. Is that okay? Oh, fantastic. Well, that, look, that's fine. I'm glad you ran it past me first. <laughs> right on, mate. You're a star. I'll talk to you soon, eh? Take care, Luke. You too. Ricky Freelove. Talk Radio UK.